All right, so good morning. Today we have Evan Robb with us today, principal, TED Talk speaker, author, blogger, podcaster, and our first Nearpod certified school in Virginia, Johnson Williams Middle School. Uh, welcome, we're excited to have you here today. I'm excited um, to be here. That, that introduction makes me feel kind of tired. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely something to be proud of. Definitely. Happy Friday. Um, and thank you for, for joining us today. I think, um, you know, I want to start really by asking you, man, how, how's the school year been going? School year has been going really well. We're um, a couple weeks into the school year, and you know, this is a fun time of year because the kids and staff have tremendous energy for uh, all the uh, exciting things that are about to come as we move into the year. So appreciate you asking that, and this is a good time of year for us. Definitely. That's great. Um, you know, I know Sarah just kind of gave a, a big summary of all of what you do, um, but I think, you know, at the heart of, of what you do is, is education, and I'd love to hear from you kind of how did you get started with education? Uh, great. I appreciate you asking that question. You know, I took a slightly roundabout way into education. You know, a lot of people that go into teaching feel that that's their calling from a very young age. And as I look back on it, maybe it was, but it certainly wasn't something that I was listening to. You know, I grew up in a house where both of my my parents were teachers. My mother was a middle school teacher and father was a college professor. And I spent a lot of my time growing up trying to move away from that uh, and wanting to do something different. And uh, went through college and grad school and even earned an MBA um, with a focus in finance, thinking that my path was going to take me into the business world. But by about the time I finished up my MBA degree, I started realizing that I might not have been listening to that voice that was talking to me all along, uh, that teaching and education was probably the pathway that I should pursue. And probably is really not the right word. It definitely was the pathway. And I'm glad that I did. So I left uh, any thoughts of working in the business world and sought out a teaching position and began teaching as a civics teacher in Culpeper, Virginia, and then was fortunate to be able to uh, get a job a little closer to home up in Clark County, where I am today. And actually, an unusual thing that I can share with your viewing audience is I am a principal in the building where I began my teaching career, but I haven't been here the whole time. So I was a teacher in this building for about seven years, and then I went to a neighboring county, and I was a junior high school principal there for about seven years. And then I had an opportunity uh, to come back. And that's been really exciting to be able Definitely. to administrate the school I started my career. That's crazy how life works. It brings you, bring you full circle. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, it's funny how life works in those ways, um, you know, to bring you back. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, your current role um, at your school and how long you've been the principal um, and, um, you know, how, you know, I'm going to take it a step further and ask you, too, um, how is it that you are, um, you know, what what brought you to being a principal versus a classroom teacher? Okay, there are a lot, a lot of questions there. The um, I have always wanted to be able to support students and, and support teachers and work with the community. And uh, it was very hard for me, actually, to leave the classroom. I loved being in the classroom, but saw administration as an opportunity to kind of expand that influence in a positive way uh, to be able to create really good learning opportunities for kids, a supportive environment for staff, and also be able to 
build wonderful connections with, you know, with our community. So that's kind of the very short version of what drove me into wanting to be a building level administrator. My job is, well, is great. I, I like to think that I have the best job around. And one of the reasons that I do is I work in a small school district where we are the only middle school. And one of the advantages of that is, you know, larger school divisions where there are a lot of a lot of schools, let's say a lot of middle schools, schools need to move a little bit more in sync in terms of being innovative and creative. You know, you, it's not necessarily good to have a school that's a big outlier. But since we're the only middle school in our community, we have a lot of flexibility to be creative and to do different things. So I've had an opportunity over the last um, 15 years to help a building transition from what I would call a more traditional uh, learning experience for students to what I believe now is a much more dynamic and innovative environment where we're able to bring more technology in for our students and, and um, create more dynamic experiences for our kids. A big focus in our building has been innovation, creativity, collaboration, and um, finding ways to shake up the box a little bit do things differently than what I experienced in school and what probably many people who are viewing this experience when they were in school also. Definitely. On that, on that breath of, um, I think you guys really are in a sweet spot being you know, at the middle school level. Um, I do think just being in, in those grade levels, there is a lot of flexibility because students are you know, becoming a lot more you know, understanding of how to use technology in this day and age. You know, they're using it the most probably. Um, and I guess a question I have for you, just thinking about our viewers, wanting to bring them some value. You know, you talk about um, bringing technology into the classroom. You know, how have you been able to use Nearpod as a support to some of your initiatives? Um, and, you know, just talking through how, how does that go for you? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, last year we started a one-to-one -one technology initiative in our division, and I'd like to see in my building had worked to become prepared for that, but there are a lot of different avenues that kids can explore when it comes to technology, a lot of different apps available, a lot of different platforms that are available for teachers. And our goal was to find a platform that would allow us to increase student engagement primarily. And that was probably what drove us most uh, to working with Nearpod. One of the things that we did a little bit differently within this building is instead of me as principal just you know, reading an article, and there are many articles that are supportive of Nearpod as being a fabulous platform, we created a committee within our building to explore Nearpod, start learning about it, and then work with me to um, purchase Nearpod for the building. And so instead of beginning, instead of being a top-down initiative in our school, it was a teacher-led initiative. And so what I did is I started with teachers who were really enthusiastic about the platform. They start talking to other teachers in tandem with that. We provide good uh, professional development based off of where teachers' needs are when it came to the platform. And suddenly it started just catching on like crazy in our building. And every teacher, every teacher in our building in one way or another uses Nearpod. And one of the things that I like about the platform is it can be used in a lot of different ways. So you can actually cater the platform to work for you the way you want it to work within your classroom. And administratively, we use Nearpod for our faculty meetings, we use it for professional development, and uh, we continue to grow with different ways that we can use it within the school. That's amazing. You, you're hitting it on the money. That's, that's what we want, right? I think you're, you, know, you really embody what, what we want to see in a Nearpod implementation. And I think, you know, just, I mean, 
mean, you guys have the luxury of working with Sarah too, mm -hmm. you know, as your customer success manager, um, who's not too far away removed from the classroom. But I mean, it, it's it's an easy tell why you guys are you know our first certified certified school, and I mean, that's that's amazing how how you guys are are using Nearpod. Yeah, we're real. Well, I appreciate that. You know, we're really proud. Um, the uh, actually the usage within our building um, was a catalyst to inspire the division to purchase a divisional Nearpod license. So uh, we are working on um, training staff at all the buildings within our division on ways that this platform can help improve the instruction that they design, the instruction that they deliver, and the way that kids interact with technology and learn. We love, yeah, we do love hearing that. Um, you know, Evan, you've also talked quite a bit about, you know, cultivating that, um, you know, engaging innovative um, school culture. But um, on a separate note, or maybe not separate, I wanted to hear from you, um, what is your passion um, in terms of, you know, specific to education or not? I mean, what what is it that drives you? I think what drives me the most right now, and, you know, it changes, you know, over the course of a career, but I am really interested in reflecting on things that have been in place within education and asking some really honest questions about whether they're still uh, worth continuing on. Uh, and then working with a staff to create an environment where people are uh, encouraged and empowered to innovate, to try different things. And one of the things that, that I keep talking to my staff about and, I, and it resonates within myself is that everything that we do is designed to give us exactly what we get. And so if you want to get a different effect, you're going to need to do some things differently. And Nearpod has been a really good platform. You know, I'll give you a really simple example, and I don't want to minimize the power of the Nearpod platform because it's big and it's dynamic. But at a very simple level, when I was in school, a teacher would ask a question, and I would raise my hand uh, if I knew the answer. And maybe some other kids would raise their hand, but there was really no way for a teacher to know if every student in the class actually knew the answer to the question that they were asking. And uh, Nearpod allows that to happen and allows it to happen quite easily. And so it's so that's that's big, you know, the, although it sounds kind of small, you know, this is a, a platform that allows you to be able to get really quick over the data on what kids understand or don't understand within your class. And that's big. That's a game changer and, and uh, has proven to be quite effective within our building. So again, so my passion is about innovation, being creative, and in terms of my leadership capacity, creating an environment where people feel empowered to be able to do that. Love hearing that. So on that note, um, what else do you think helps make, to great, make a great leader? Um, I think that the best leaders, when I think of people that, that I admire, are very good at inspiring people to become better at what they do. And, and then they also work collaboratively to create an environment that's focused on trust and relationship building where people feel empowered to, to become effective. So the best leaders help other people develop their leadership skills also. You know, and of course, uh, the opposite of that would be people that tend to not be effective tend to be insecure, they tend to hoard power, and they tend to create environments where people aren't comfortable to take risks or take chances or to be creative with their thinking, you know, or in the case of education, their instructional methodology. Wonderful. 
Um, and so on that note, Evan, you know, you're, you're definitely leading the charge. We are, we continue to be inspired by you and all that it is that you do. So um, we'd like to ask you what's next, what's next for Evan Rob? Um, what can we expect from you in the future? I think in terms of professionally, you know, I'm doing more and more speaking, which I really enjoy because I, I enjoy uh, sharing a message that, that I hope is positive and uplifting and that is inspirational to administrators and teachers to uh, embrace change and to take some chances. I have a couple new books that I'm thinking about, although I just finished up two this past summer, so uh, that's going to be a, a few months ahead. Uh, but most importantly, I want to continue working with a really dynamic team in my building and helping to change the narrative of what public education is and what public education can be and work to create really great opportunities for kids and our community. Awesome, love hearing it. Um, go ahead, Sarah. Oh, go ahead, Oliver, I'm sorry. No, just, um, I mean, I think, you know, I, I know we're, we're running a little short on time here, but I mean, I, I, I really wanna just echo, you know, I think great leaders like yourself, especially in the education space um, are needed. And um, one of the things that I think, you know, you inspire me to do, just kind of watching you from afar, Evan, um, is balancing that work-life balance. You know, I, I see a lot of you doing things that kind of makes you happy mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, you like to do outside of just the, the role of being a principal. And, you know, if there's one thing that I know I would love to hear, um, and I know I'm sure a lot of viewers struggle with this in education as well, is, you know, how do we, how do we balance that? You know, like, how do you do a good job of, of keeping that balance and still being able to do all of what you do outside of, uh, of education? Yeah, it's hard to do. You know, I mean, I think, and I don't, I definitely, you know, uh, to anyone who's listening to this now, you're not going to hear some magical answer for how, how to do that within your life. I can say that I do like to prioritize. And, you know, one of the challenges of building level leadership is there's so many things that need to be done. At some point, you need to start figuring out where you want to put your time. Because if you're putting your time into things that may not be uh, giving you real value in terms of improving your instructional program, you might need to take a look at that. Another way that I have found uh, to preserve more time for myself is letting go of some of the things that in the past I, I wanted to have my finger on or even control of. And that comes through hiring the right people and being in a great environment where people feel empowered to, to grow and develop as leaders. So as, as I've been in this job for a long time, I'm much more focused on it. It is absolutely not about me. It's about everyone else and about me bringing the right people into our team and building that capacity so people can grow as leaders. You know, that gives me an opportunity to experiment and to learn and to develop myself in other areas that can in turn help improve the uh, learning environment within the building. You know, one of the things that I talk to teachers and kids about is the importance of being a learner. But you, know, you can't talk to people about the importance of being a learner if you're not a learner yourself. You can't talk about uh, embracing technology if you're anti-technology. I mean, you can't talk about having a growth mindset if you're living in a fixed mindset. So I spend a lot of time really working on congruency between what I preach with my words and how my actions uh, hopefully support that. Empowering others and uh, you know, really feeling less pressure to feel like I need to know every answer and be able to do it, everything. And letting go has been very liberating for me and allowed me to develop myself in, in many other areas. That's great. Thank you. 
Sarah, do you have anything? No, just if, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to um, share with us today or, um, you know, um, you know, let us know? Uh, you know, I think, you know, since, since we're talking about Nearpod here, I think the thing that I'd like to share is I have been you know, extremely impressed with the Nearpod platform. Uh, you know, even though we, we're incredibly proud that we're a Nearpod certified school, we still feel that there's so much more that we can learn about Nearpod and how Nearpod can fit into our world. Um, I would like to tell everyone who's watching this that Nearpod is a company that really does make a commitment to customer service and um, providing the support you need to make this platform work in your building. You know, unfortunately, I've been a principal for a while. You know, I've certainly uh, partnered at times with other platforms or other products where the customer service that follow up just simply was not allowing me to feel successful because I wasn't getting the support I needed. And I absolutely felt the opposite with Nearpod. Nearpod has been extremely supportive and very committed to helping us find success in our building. And, you know, and I look forward to partnering with you, Sarah, as we continue to work on exploring, you know, what the next level is, because there always is another level out there. And how can we further use Nearpod to enhance teaching and to enhance learning experiences for our children? Well, thank you. I, I mean, I do appreciate that. And, you know, we certainly love working with all of you as well. And, um, you know, you're such an inspiration to us and all that you do. So you help drive us to want to continue to work with you and for your, your staff as well. Um, so, Evan, Rob, thank you so much for meeting with us today. We really appreciate you and um, your time. And, you know, you've certainly given us a lot to think about and uh, digest. And um, it's always great talking with you. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity to share some of my thoughts and ideas with you all you know, about Nearpod, but also about my role as a principal and some of my thoughts about leadership and, and developing capacity. So I thank you all also. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys.